0: Hey everybody, Scott here, Diary of a Cartoonist. D O A C is it a dumb name to keep the podcast that name? I mean, keep in mind, I named it this because in the in the original incarnation of the show, way back in what, oh six, oh five, maybe even? Whatever it was. The goal was to show how to draw stuff like it was a video thing. And it was about that time that video podcasting was a thing and you could start to watch. Uh, I I think the big push for it was the fact that iPod classics or what would now be called classics at the time, just straight up iPods had a color video screen starting right right around then. And even though that thing was like the size of a postage stamp, that seemed like a thing people might want to do this was before iPod touches or before Zooms or before anything that would do proper straight up, you know, widescreen 60, by, 16 by nine video content. Seems like ages ago, really wasn't that long ago. And, um, yeah, I remember at the time I thought, well, maybe this, maybe this would be interesting. Maybe people would want to download and watch this. And I don't think it was that interesting. I think it was kind of lame, but essentially what happened is YouTube ended up killing all that anyway. So doing that as a, as a, as a download only thing. I mean, I I could have moved it over and I did in a lot of cases move it over to YouTube and there's lots of me, you know, videos of me drawing stuff on the YouTube channel. Uh, but what's the point? That was a weird stepping stone interim technology that only existed. Well, it's still a technology that exists, but it only mattered in a big way for a little while there. There are a lot of people who still put the content up in that format as well as audio, but all of them will tell you, if they're being honest, that for shows where you're primarily listening to people, a panel or a group or a dude, 95 to 98% of those people are still listening via MP3 downloads. Which I don't see as a negative thing. I mean, video is definitely a, a threat, or not a threat, but it's a force to be reckoned with and it continues to grow. And YouTube is, is where that's all happening. A few ancillary sites here and there have some okay traffic. I guess, uh, it's the other one that lets you do all the artsy fartsy crap. Vimeo does all right, right? Remember break? What was it called? Yeah, break.tv. Is that still, uh, the thing? I can look it up break.tv because at the time that was the place you'd go to get if you if youtube would pull something because of content Oh, it's breaktv is not there anymore. Hold on. Let's do a proper Oh, it's this is break.com. I thought it was .tv. Oh, they have features. Interesting. Yeah, I don't think this is the same site it used to be. So here's their headings, all right? So break used to be, oh, we're going we're like youtube except you can probably get away with more skin, or you can get away with uh, copyrighted music or clips from movies and things like that. At least that seemed to be their play, right? Now you go there, and it's like visiting Lycos or something these days where it used to be kind of a legitimate competitor in the search engine space. Now it's just this weird, like, fake website. And Break.com now is home, popular and channels. And then below that, Funny Pictures just submitted – Hot topics, drunk videos, and football injuries. <clears throat> so, there is a rip Paul Walker video on the on the front. Uh, a lot of controversial stuff, like on. So the way I see it is on YouTube, you can probably go find some dude wiping out on a skateboard, pretty bad. On break, you could find another guy wiping out on a skateboard, who then gouged his eye out on a uh, iron uh, gate and burst a testicle on his way on the other side. You know what I'm saying? Like they just took everything just a little bit further, and we're willing to take a little bit more. Uh, one of the featured videos here is today's lesson. Uh, for, oh, I'm sorry. The name of the t- the title of the whole thing is "How to Impress a Lady with a Hot Meal." And there's like a stripper lady dude lady dude <laughs> stripper lady who's got uh oh how do I put this Una- let's say unnaturally large breasts implying that they are probably fake but anyway that's fine whatever each his own. 12,000 12, views you will really let's see you will get hit if you say this by the way today's lesson cooking a hot a hot meal in quotes hot meal. All right, I'm kind of curious now, so let's just play this. I don't know why I'm even talking about this. That wasn't my point in today's show, but let's see what they say. Okay, there's a lady, how to cook a hot meal. Bella, who? Is some porno strip. Hello, stripper? everybody. This is Bella French Studies. Okay, she's not. Hello, everybody. Loud. I'm Bella French, and we're learning the language of love. The easiest way to rouse a French speaking woman is with culinary delight. Oh, wow. Okay, I think she is a ex. The current working porn lady, maybe. Is she? I don't know. I have another thought about this, but hang on. I recommend a healthy vegetarian dish with a good red wine. When she'll dine on your masterpiece, let those sweet words lead you straight into bed. Est-ce que tu savais que le est extrêmement bon pour la santé? Ça va être un dessert. Now, stay with me. All right, she's saying terrible things because they're now putting up on the screen the things she's saying in French. So as some of you at home probably speak French and are therefore horrified by what you've heard. She also gushes her uh, her boobs around while she talks. So that's freaking great. All right, break.com, you've, you've sur- surely impressed me this, this day. But here's what, here's what I wanted to get at. That is not a break.com video. That's a YouTube video. It's just embedded in here. So is that what they're doing now? Uh, Let's see. I'm just trying to find another example here. Uh, A guy breaking up. Okay, there's a lot of injury videos. Another wasted kid comes home from the dentist. Never get enough of those. There's a big thing about Paul Walker's death. So anyways, but these are all YouTube videos. That one's a... Live leak video. That one's somebody else. And then tons of picture galleries. So here's what I think has happened. I think they have been uh, reduced to... Essentially, this is E-bombs world for a new era. Huh. Well, that's a thing, right? Do with that what you want. YouTube slowly killing everybody. Oh, what my original point. So I still call this diary of a cartoonist and it is kind of a diary show, right? This is me just talking sh- schmack about what's going on in my life and whatever, but it's not, uh, the cartoon part doesn't really roll in anymore. Maybe it doesn't matter. Like, let me ask you this. If I relaunched this and rebranded it and gave it a new name and a new feed and said, it's now called Scott's, uh, Diary Dump or something, whatever I can't think of a better name, but another name. Would it make any difference? Probably not, right? I'm trying to think of a mainstream example of this where they had a show or a radio show or a TV show or a series of movies where they had a name and it didn't feel appropriate anymore, but they kept doing it and it didn't matter because kind of brand-wise it stuck. I mean, nobody... If you'd heard, like, the name Apple now, you would go, well, that's dumb. That's a fruit, right? Like they probably did in the 70s. Uh, if you hear the name Microsoft now, you'd think, oh, that could that be a more boring tech name? But But it has some cachet and some depth and weight because of who it is and how big it is, right? I mean, I don't know if those are good examples or not, but sometimes a name is just a freaking name. Like Taco Bell. All right, Taco Bell. Think about that. Take all your experience, all your past experience with with all those $1. 49 tacos. Forget about all that for a minute. Forget that you've seen commercials, forget about the dog in the 90s. Forget about all the reports of uh, food poisoning at your local your local franchise, right? Forget about all that for a minute. And imagine a world where they don't exist, that name, that combination of words, Taco and Bell do not exist. So you hear it for the first time and it's weird. What does it mean? Taco Bell. Hmm. I mean, I picture a big bell made out of tacos, a big crack down the side of it, hanging in Philadelphia somewhere. Like, literally, that's in my head right now. I'm not trying to be funny. I mean, for real. For real, yo. Isn't that interesting, though, about brand names like that? They're kind of meaningless outside of your experience, and so... Perhaps it doesn't matter, you know, like PlayStation, the name PlayStation has some kind of cool factor to it because it has a history. But I remember hearing it when I first heard of it and I thought, oh, that sounds like a thing you'd send your kid to while you were working. I've got to drop my kids off at the PlayStation so I can get to work. I'll pick them up at four. Okay, great. Oh shoot. There's another cold going around. They're spreading it around the PlayStation, (laughs) right? Like a daycare is what that sounds like to me. PlayStation daycare, but no, it it means gaming and it means it has all these experiences behind it and stuff. So you build a, you build out a name to be whatever you want it to be. But in my case, it literally describes a thing that I'm not talking about on the show pretty well, most of the time. I mean, comics and art and illustration come up here and there, I suppose, but it's not like a constant thing. I don't know maybe I don't worry about it. Maybe it's not that big a deal. But I always do this with my stuff. The Instance is a good example. If you're listening to that show, then you'll know that that's been around for a while and it has some brand cachet to it. You hear about it or you talk about it and you go, oh yeah, The Instance, of course. That's that World of Warcraft podcast. Got it. You don't think of it in any other weird way. But you got to remember when we started the show, I named it because at the time anyway, massive multiplayer online games didn't have queuing up or, or the ability to do what was referred to at the time as an instance. So if you wanted to go run, uh, you know, a dungeon with friends. You had this camp outside of a space and you kind of had to hope people played by the honor rule. And you've essentially waited in line to go kill things in the EverQuest and other other games days. Dark Age of Camelot was another one. And I hated that. It was terrible. It was awful. So when they introduced this idea of instancing where you could all kind of go into your own private version of the world and do what you had to do and not wait in lines. At the time, groundbreaking business. That was a huge deal. Nobody was doing it. It's a big whoop. Now everyone does it, and it's silly to not do it. And if you didn't do it, then you're dumb and you're 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 making a terrible game. Well I'm not, you know, I shouldn't write run out and go, well, that's less significant now. No one cares about instancing, so you know, let's take this eight year old show and let's name it something else. World of world of talking casting or pod world of war cast time or something else no you leave it what it is because you've established it right okay question is diary of a cartoonist has been around long enough that it should be established like that but i've been so spotty with it last couple of years i can't talk that perhaps i've perhaps it's in a different kind of middle place where it's not quite established but it's also established enough that you could argue that it is i don't know freaking probably doesn't matter who cares? That's a boring topic. Let's talk about Thanksgiving. It came, it went, it happened. I hope everyone had a good time. I spent a good deal of it uh, eating, trying to relax. I actually have this hard time. I have this, I have this thing I do that is difficult for me. Uh, when a big weekend approaches or time off is here, whether it be a holiday, or intentional time off, which I really don't do that often. Maybe that's part of the problem. But if I let's say I've got a four-day weekend coming up. I have a really hard time relaxing and getting to the point where I can kind of just let the day be what it is and not be all stressed and thinking about the 50 things I got to do. And I usually cannot do that until the last day. So here's the last day. Tomorrow's Monday. We start back into the real world. And I'm feeling that feeling of finally going, ah, Yeah, Thanksgiving week, that was good. I can kind of chill out. and then I'm like, no, 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 there's no time left. i got to get up at 6 tomorrow and start it all over again. Oh, no. But I could not, for the life of me, just chill out Thursday. I could not chill out on Friday, and I had a really hard time doing it again on Saturday. I don't know what the deal is, and it's not like I had any giant commitments. I made sure, other than a thing here or there, that it was family time. My wife's birthday was on Friday. We celebrated that. I mean, we, we wanted it keep it free and open, which I, you know, again, I'm bad at. So when I do it, I, I try to stick to it. But I can't enjoy myself until, I don't know, that sounds wrong. I enjoy myself a lot of times. I don't need a holiday to do that, but I just am not, it's like I'm, I'm on edge. I'm like, okay, wait, wait if we're doing this, I, this, there's this other thing I should be doing. Why are we doing this instead of that? It's all this internal thing. Just my brain going, go left when I clearly need to go right. Or the other way around. Isn't that weird? I'm sure I'm not the only person that feels this way or has this go up go on in their life, but uh, Yeah, it's I mean it's just a little frustrating. That's all. I just wish it was easier to deal with that. Because I'm terrible at it. Christmas will be the same thing. That'll roll around. I can finally take a sigh of relief. Oh, and this is the other thing I do. When I know I'm supposed to do it, I am exhausted. Suddenly it hits me that go like my body just goes and I just get wiped out and I have to take a giant nap or something to deal with it. And usually those naps are not very restful. They're very fitful and lots of dreams. And you know, people always say, how do you do all the crap you're doing? You know, all the stuff you put on your plate, how are you, how do you feel, or how how are you able to accomplish it all? I'm really driven. And so I like to do it and all that stuff's true, but maybe to the one detriment, which is I'm overworking my head like I'll probably be one of those guys that goes all dementia early. I'll be like a 65-year-old dude who can't find his way home in his car or you know thinks one of his kids is James Polk when he sees him or something. Which is is there any scarier decline than that, by the way? Is there any one thing which should be that should cause more paranoia in our head than losing our ability to reason and make cognitive choices? terrifies me. There really isn't anything worse. And the thing is, we're all headed toward it. I don't care if it kicks in for you at 60 or if you're a guy who lives to be 98. You'll eventually that will you will have. Essentially, you'll have Alzheimer's. I mean, that is the thing you're going to have one day, whether you like it or not. It's kind of like cataracts. You'll get them younger. You'll get them old. But one day you'll get them if you live long enough. So if you live long enough, you'll get it. That That is just the decline of your brain, that organ's ability to function declines. And for some quicker, for some more severely, and for some it takes a lot longer. But if you could live long enough, out it goes, right? In some ways that's comforting. It's less of a quote-unquote disease in my own mind. I know it's a disease and I'm not trying to diminish that and we should keep researching it and doing all we can. I'm just saying... That research should probably be focused as, as much as it can on catching this while it's, while you're young, stopping it, its progress while you're young. Cause that sucks when you get, when someone gets robbed a third or a half of their life because of this, that's, that's bad. But if you're 98 and I'm laying around going, I don't know who I am right now. I, I you know, it was coming. The writing was writ on the wall for old man Johnson. But I do, can you hear my kids have this this all out? But I I do I do want to figure out, I want to teach myself old, an old dog a new trick, which is learn how to just kick it off and relax. Not just transfer my hyperactive day into some other activity. For example, you know, I really, what I'd love to do, I'd love to start doing this is start literally kicking off at a regular time every day. Instead of working way deep into the night or eating dinner at my table because I got to get something done. But actually like quit it, let's say 5.30 or 6 at night. Say I'm done, it's 6, I'm out. turning every Turn everything off and, and not look at my phone 20 minutes later and then keep checking it. Or see what's going on on Twitter or find out what's happening on Facebook or texting my buddies or any of this stuff. Just really just wipe it free. I think I have to force myself. It's hard sometimes. To unplug in that way. I mean, I don't think I'm a, a real problem child when it comes to unplugging things. I just get into a rhythm and it's hard for me to put it down. So I I don't know. I don't know. Like, should I really want to play a video game after a hard day of technology-driven stuff and then... Still want to stay behind a screen for another chunk of time? Maybe, maybe that's appropriate sometimes. But I can tell you, when I've gone camping or gone away for uh, you know somewhere where I can't have access to these things, and I come back, it feels really good. And even jumping back into some of those things, they feel fresh and new, and not like they're just baking my brain and giving me testicle cancer. So perhaps, um, you know, like everything, right? It's moderation. And I'm terrible at moderating my work right now. So I got to get better at that because I I feel like the older you get, and I hate to tell it, you know, every 16 to 22-year-old on the internet that calls everybody old and acts like they're not aging at the same rate we are, they're smoking crack. (laughs) I hate to tell you, you guys, enjoy your blissful ignorance as long as you can because... That year that went by for me went by for you too. And that one that goes by next year is going to go by for you as well. And uh, that just keeps happening. It doesn't actually change or slow down. If anything, our perception of it speeds up. So see you on the other side, I guess. I don't remember being that ignorant about that when I was younger. We all say this, I suppose. So maybe I'm just saying it. But I feel like I did not. I looked at older people and thought, when I mean older, like 30 to 50, you know, them to then I think they seemed a lot older than they do to me than they do to people today I think people just look younger today but maybe again that's my perception it doesn't matter my point is when I was younger I saw them as people with experience and knowledge and we're not people to mock simply because age is a thing and nobody can control it yet somehow that makes them a target of ridicule because they're they're subjected to a clock just like you are I did never feel that way I always felt like they had something to show me or teach me or tell me. So I'd spend a lot of time trying to figure that out. Yeah. I'll be up in a sec. Thanks. I guess there's food here. What food is it? It's, it's made food? Yeah. That sounds weird. Mother's made. Mother's made food. Great. I'll have to go check that out in a minute. Um, my dog's barking now. What's going on up there? It's chaos. I had two puking kids this weekend, so uh, they're feeling better now, but it's been a little uh, been a little hairy. I don't think I've washed my hands as often as I have this weekend ever. They're like dry bones now. I wash them so much. But I cannot get sick this week. i got too much happening, and so I've been avoiding the plague as if it was the plague. And neither of them have yacked since uh, one of them back in 2005, and the last for the other one was in 2010, so both of them rarely get sick like this, and to have them get that may, meant that we were, I think, a little more exposed. So Kim and I have been just washing our hands like crazy. My oldest is fine. She's been here all weekend and hasn't felt bad. So hopefully she's she's still good moving into next week. But anyway, what's the point? I forgot. It doesn't matter. These are the things in my head right now. Respect. Oh, so the lesson is respect your elders. People who who have seen stuff, know stuff, they're to be learned from, not mocked. And people who are older, here's my advice to you. Quit acting like you have to be older and quit acting like that somehow means that you're above certain immaturities. Let your, let your hair down a little bit. Have some more fun. Goof around with your kids. Laugh at silly stuff. Be slightly inappropriate in public. It's fine. There are limits, but you know, you don't have to be such a stodgy fart. You're like a math problem. Nobody wants to do you. Oh, someone put that on my gravestone. Scott, here lies Scott Johnson. Life was like a math problem. Nobody wanted to do it. Him. What? Wait. Back that truck up. All right. I think that's it for this uh, episode. Like I told you I was going to do more of these. So, uh, And the feedback has been, you enjoy it. If you'd like to send more of that feedback, scott at frogpants.com is the place to send it or life at gmail.com. Either one of those is fine. Gmail one I can always guarantee I get because Google seems to always be up. I'm never 100% sure on the other one, but it's it seems to be fine. Either one. Send your comments, your thoughts, your requests. If you have something you want me to say on the show, say so in the email and I'll, we'll talk about it here. If you have any questions for me, like, hey, Scott, why is your uh, left nipple, uh, why is it located an inch uh, lower than it should be? This isn't actually true, but if it were true, I would answer it for you. I'd tell you why. If you do, If you want to know why I have to get my right eye surgery now, why the doctor thought that was going to take 10 years or more, and it didn't. It took a year. I'll tell you about that. If you want to know why I think plastic surgery is the worst idea ever, I'll tell you about that. I'll tell you whatever you want. You just have to email me and ask me. Myextralife at gmail.com, or you can use scott at frogpants.com. Speaking of frogpants.com, you can go there. That's a place. Got all our stuff, links to this show, episodes, blah, 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 blah. All right, that's it. Go eat food with your family. Take it easy. I'm out.